And we need to, to hold off mm-hmm. on Stephen Miller until the end. <laughs> Aww. I wanted to finish on a light note, so that's right, my light all right, note. All right. <laughs> it so is amazing. Not that there's, a, there's not a whole lot negative, actually. But there's so much fun in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got that hair boner going. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about, Ian? No. Nope. Did you skip to the All end? Right. Of the okay. It'll nope, be a pleasant I have no surprise. Idea. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, December 18th, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news and politics and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on our conversation, you can go to facebook.com slash profanearg, post your thoughts or a link to an article you'd like for us to discuss, or you could go to patreon and become a patron of the show uh you can go to profaneargument.com and click the become a patron link sign up for a low monthly cost and you can join us in discord as we record and comment uh just like pittsburgh atheist who's with us again thanks jeff (laughs) thanks for the support that donation does offset our cost for publishing and hosting the podcast so we really appreciate it this week on the show we will be talking about, this really took me by surprise, Scientology and the Nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the connection? <laughs> I can't wait to find out. <laughs> but first, follow up from last time. There, I'm going to post a link. Somebody posted a link on Facebook to uh, the Candy Cane Wikipedia article to that describes how Candy Canes came to exist because we were at a loss. <laughs> None of us knew the history. Uh, apparently... According to this, at least, in the uh, 17th century, Cologne, Germany, was the first production of candy canes, and they were made like a cane exactly because they wanted to look like a shepherd's crook so that they could hand them out to the kids and keep them quiet during uh, during the live nativity. Hmm. So that's the story. Shepherd's crook. It definitely has Christian origin. Oh. It is not J for Jesus, though. <laughs> Nor Jared, which would have been awesome. But also isn't for hanging on a Christmas tree convenience, so. What? Just a happy coincidence? Yeah. I don't buy it. <laughs> it could be multi-purpose. Shepherd's cane. Yep. That's what it was. Hmm. Well, at least that's the story. That's what we're told. Who knows? I mean, back then, the church might have just made up that story, but... Listen, I don't trust the liberal Wikipedia. (laughs) Now, could Google fix that for me, please? (laughs) Meanwhile, the war on Christmas, according to the friendly atheist, the war on Christmas is over and Christmas lost. (laughs) 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 There are some polls that uh, the friendly atheist has, specifically a poll from the Morning Consult that says that the number of people who care about saying Merry Christmas over Happy Holidays, people don't care. No. People don't really care about that in any way. It's just a a Fox News thing, as far as I can tell. The the GOP pushing the, their Christmas control over all Americans. Well, I will tell you, I watched a video yesterday. Okay. Just one? 
<laughs> yeah, it had nothing to do with Christmas. I was just letting you guys know. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say what it is because I pay for this Patreon. It's one of the only Patreons I pay for. So I feel like I'm kind of producing the podcast or the product. It's called uh, Some More News, and he did the history of the war on Christmas. And it turns out that this has been going on for like hundreds of years. What? Yeah. The War on Christmas? Uh, I'll link the video to you later, but there was a lot of notable things in there. But the one that really stuck out to me, the guy who really didn't like uh, the War on Christmas was uh, Henry Ford. Uh, Thought it was a Jewish conspiracy to get rid of Christmas. So the Jews started the War on Christmas even back then. Wow. And it was gone for a long time. And then just like you said, Fox News picked it up, but more more so Bill O'Reilly. Oh, right. Uh, He won it in 2006 and then lost it in 2010, I think, again. Or he won it again in 2010. It's an ongoing Hmm. war. But it is not a very – it's not a recent thing. It's just something that they've drug up again. It's cyclical. Yeah. Sure. And has anti-Semitic roots in it, so. That's that's the important part. Right. (laughs) And curiously, anti-pagan, anti-atheist, anti-Jewish. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of anti in there. So what this what you're saying or what this poll is saying is that the only people who really get crazy about this are just nut jobs. It's not like real Christians are like really worried about don't get offended by happy holidays. Well, well I'm, that's a fine still, line there. Yeah, there's still a decent percentage of people who say that they care about it. But again, when a pollster asks you something, you're more likely to shout out your political agenda as opposed to actually If somebody says happy holidays, you know, actually stepping up and yelling at them. But all adults, 22% say that they are more likely to care about Christmas greeting if somebody says happy holidays. 42% say that Merry Christmas are more likely to care. So, I mean, it's a, you can look at the article. It's a, it's kind of a strange poll. It's talking about, you know, how you, how you care about whether somebody says Merry Christmas or happy holidays. I want to experiment with telling people happy, happy Saturnalia and see how that goes. And people go, huh? Saturnalia? Yeah, what is that? That's just, that's length. No, they won't. <laughs> but I feel like we ask these same <laughs> questions every Christmas. Like, hmm. why do I have to say Merry Christmas to you? Because you fucking celebrate it? I will wish you a happy holidays any day of the week. Well, this time of year, but. <laughs> right. But like, why do I have to say it? Because they won. The Christians are in charge. But what am I, a we fucking to- mind reader? Do I know that they celebrate Christmas? Well, you just default to the majority, and then you're safe. Oh, okay. Hmm. Right. Default to the, the majority, and it doesn't matter who you leave out in that and who you make feel bad. Right. That's irrelevant, because they won. You know, right. and this is the honest to God's truth. I changed my name on Steam today to Happy Holidays Suck at GOP while I was playing Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any reaction? No. Not for, no. Not for the people I... Now, Granted, last year, my name for the whole month of December was Baby Jesus is an Asshole. Uh, And I got a lot of pushback on that one. A lot. (laughs) Friends of mine from the coming out of the woodwork were like, dude, what the fuck? People in the game are like, you're going to hell. He might have been an asshole. They don't know. Believe it or not, it's a Star Wars holiday reference (laughs) from the holiday special. It's a deep cut, though. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, there was an article on the Washington Post talking about the fact that uh, Trump has completely done away with the seasonal 
party for the journalism. Mm. Um, they, they regularly invite journalists. I think they go to the White House, right? And they're yep. allowed to bring a significant other and they can tour the White House. And yeah, that's canceled. We're not having any of that. Acosta is just not not invited. <laughs> so is the party canceled or they, they, they just can't go? No, so, they didn't actually really come out and say it was canceled. It's just not been mentioned. It's not been scheduled. They're just pretending that it didn't ex- ever exist. <laughs> would they go anyway? They probably would just to see if they could see yeah. something. Yeah, I would think that they would. But instead, apparently, there are still some parties going to be held, but there's very specific invites. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems that mostly for Fox News. Mm. I'm shocked and surprised. Yeah. yeah. Steve Ducey going to be hitting the eggnog hard over there. <laughs> so I also wanted to mention uh, this I saw on the Secular Coalition for America's website. They're doing a hashtag my secular holiday. They want people to share their reason for the season. Uh, if you're celebrating the season in any way, there's links that you can share your story. They're hoping that you maybe tweet out a story or pictures with the hashtag my secular holiday. There are Many organizations that are encouraging this, people who are secular, encouraging them to speak out and say what what they enjoy about the holiday season. Partners include American Atheists, Center for Inquiry, the Secular Student Alliance, Freedom from Religion Foundation, Richard Dawkins Foundation, American Humanist Association, and a whole bunch of different ethnic groups. The Congress of Secular Jewish Organizations, the Society for Humanistic Judaism, Black Nonbelievers, Hispanic American Freethinkers. Wow. So a lot of promotion for this to try and get people to say, look, it's not just a Christian holiday. We, we can celebrate the, the season as well. <laughs> Well, isn't that kind of like taking the holiday away from them, though? Yeah, it's not theirs. (laughs) Well, it turns out it's large chunks of it are rooted in paganism anyway, so. Well, yeah. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, you know, like, it's their thing. Like, you know, we could, like, it's just, it just so happens that December has a lot of holidays in it. And a lot of different things to celebrate, you know. Well, I mean, you know, the, the winter solstice, it's an important landmark in the year. A lot of it's based around that, so. And it's kind of a boring, dark time of year, so partying is necessary to keep people's spirits up. Mm. Did you have something on that, Ian? Nope. When you were reading the list of uh, of organizations, it, it threw me to South Park, and I was waiting for you to, to talk <laughs> about the anti-Semitic Jews. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take this time of the year to summon Haman. <laughs> nice. Uh, what are you guys doing? Is there any celebration of the holiday going on amongst us? Probably going well. to the casino. it will be festive there yeah i'm gonna you know go i'll take my son to see my parents on on christmas eve and then on christmas day i'll make some snacks and put them out and if my wife's family wants to stop over that would be nice if they don't that would be nice too my son will probably play play with toys all day you you have a a tree tree? yeah it's up cool looks snappy (laughs) i assume ray and karen you do not have a tree we do not oh i have one do you yeah, it's made out of metal. It's about a foot tall, and it looks like a scary dead tree. And I have little white lights on it. It's about a foot tall. I put it in my window. But I put nice. it up there year-round because it looks cool. <laughs> okay. So it has nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> Next time we go down to my mother's, we need to pick up um, – she has this giant red paper fold-out bell. And when I mean say giant, I mean it's like two feet tall, and foot and a half around. I think we should get that and put it in the front window. She calls it the Bell of Doom. I'm not sure why. 
<laughs> I don't know, but now I want to hear that story. Ian, do you decorate decorate the outside of your house? I do not, no. There were lights on your front tree, though. Did you light so them up? They, they came with the house, and they do still light. Nice. <laughs> um, they are, like, old and dim and janky. And my son, <laughs> when he plugged those in, he was so excited. He's like, oh, my goodness. Our house is so beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, we have an we have an extension cord that runs outside to turn those on on occasion. But uh, that's nice. No, nope, I do not. I do not decorate the outside of my house. That's really. I mean, having a kid. That's the real reason to do the whole Christmas thing in my mind. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I went to visit my parents, and they're like, "Christmas tree." You guys are long gone. That's for suckers. <laughs> Who's going to enjoy that? The dog? And I was like, all right. <laughs> and no tree for Jeff either. So a, a lot of not celebrating, I think, going on here. So not a whole lot we're going to be posting. What are you two doing? The, uh, oh, we're driving out to uh, to visit my mother, who will probably have way too many Christmas decorations up. She is uh, She's a fan. still v- very much a, a fan of the Jesus. So uh mm. And, and red birds. She really likes red like, yeah, um, cardinals. So loves every cardinals. Christmas decoration with cardinals in it, which is it's very nice. She does a nice job. It's very pretty, and she enjoys it immensely. So bully. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, yeah, my mom's in Florida, so man, there ain't I ain't got shit to do. <laughs> huh? Hence the casino. Damn right. <laughs> Might as well try to win some money. All right, let's uh, let's move on to uh, the Trump news. And by Trump news, I pretty much threw everything in here related to the Trump administration. The first one is only tangentially connected. However, I did want to talk about the Obamacare ruling that the judge made in Texas. First off, the judge himself was appointed by George W. Bush. He has regularly spoken out against the Affordable Care Act since before it was put in place. So it's not not very surprising that mm. Reed O'Connor, who is a district judge in Texas, uh, ruled that it is not constitutional. Obamacare is not constitutional. And the reason that he gave is because the individual mandate was removed from it. So without an individual mandate, it can't fund itself, and therefore it's it's unconstitutional. I don't really know. I didn't read it. I don't really know what his uh, what his ruling, how it came to be, but basically it's no individual mandate means it's unconstitutional, which is funny since the GOP fought long and hard to remove the individual mandate because they thought that that was wrong and they were penalizing people for not signing up, which um, wasn't really penalizing people. They're just encouraging people to get money into the system. That's, that's how insurance works. Yeah, like you can't drive your car without car insurance. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, not too surprising that he made this ruling. However, he, the judge was not able to put in a nationwide suspension of the Affordable Care Act. I don't know if he wasn't able or if he just decided or understood that that would get shot down even faster. Sure. Yeah, but that had an injunction that would have gone away by Monday. So. so a lot of different uh, attorneys general have, uh, uh, by a lot, I mean there are a f- the, the attorneys general in California and New York and another big state that I can't remember, are planning on filing against it. So this is going to be a long, drawn-out process. So we're going to be hearing about it off and on easily for the next year. I think their goal was to get it in front of the Supreme Court so the Supreme Court could say that the Affordable Care Act was 
unconstitutional and get it completely taken out of the system, which would be horrendous, not just for the the fact of, of what the, the Obamacare does, but also because if you there's no way to unentwine it at this point without causing massive problems. And 17 million people would have no health care. That's yeah. Wow. And we lose the pre-existing condition condition. Right. Right, which everybody was saying that they were for, I don't know, before the midterms. Right. Well, it's surprising. Actually, it's not very surprising because the the public's view on this is quite clear. The, Repub- the GOP is not really behind this very much. Trump was all over it because he's an idiot and he's already, you know, the president. So, yeah, but, the people yeah. who matter were not like, hurrah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's pretty quiet. Leadership of the GOP was like, crap, now we have to deal with this. <laughs> yeah. So, it's probably, to be honest, I don't even know if it's going to make it to the Supreme Court. There's so many things that could happen between now and then. Mm-hmm. And by then, I mean, it can't go in front of the Supreme Court until next October. Oh, wow. Th- so That's when they're there, taking cases for? Sorry? Is that what the next time they're taking new cases? Yeah. Wow. And, well, and it's not because it can't go that because, again, the other attorneys general are going to be filing against it. So it's going to be stuck in court for a very long time. And I'm imagining that they are there are layers in between this judge and the Supreme Court anyway, so. Not really. Uh, really? This is a U.S. district judge. Yeah. Well, but there has there to be several, an appellate court. There, yeah, there are several different appeals that can happen. Okay. So. And it's worth noting, a completely nonpartisan judge, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, just want to make sure. Yeah. Because I remember, I, yeah, I know the way. GOP hates partisan judges. <laughs> they really don't uh-huh. like and, that. Unless they're partisan on their side, then they love them. Oh, right. well, that sounds like hypocrisy. And cheating. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> In the GOP? No. no. Well, I mean, if Obama goes away, there is going to be a way better plan in place, right? They have a plan on paper, ready to go? No. Yeah, none. No. Okay, damn. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> so, I mean, what the, really what this has done is, it, I, in my mind, from what I've seen, it's fired up more Democrats to come forward with a single-payer system, some sort of, you know, a lot of people pushing for the Medicare for all. Mm. Yeah, it's an odd move. For most of the people I've heard to say, like, honestly, it doesn't mean shit. Like, it's still it, – they they said they might have planned to do it when he did because uh, enrollment ended on the 15th, and they, they wanted to people to think that there was no Obamacare anymore. It you was know, one like, day ahead of time, though. I mean, look at most the, people yeah. – a lot of people leave it till the last day, but not that many. Look, some people didn't vote at all. <laughs> because of Hillary Clinton. No. Not true. pointing fingers at Ian's parents, but <laughs> <laughs> it was their fault. Fully. <laughs> Again, I don't think this is anything to worry about right now. It's going to be, like I said, in the news off and on for a long time to come. Well, here's what you should worry about. Mm-hmm. In the next year, there's a, a slightly high possibility that Trump could get another Supreme Court justice on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gross and yeah, yeah. It think is about possible. that, yeah. and then if it gets kicked up, forget it. Because right now, five of the judges who upheld the Affordable Care Act are there. They lose one. I think it's <laughs> hilarious. Jeff just said, "You shut up and you shut up now." In all caps. <laughs> Prepare for the worst. <laughs> yeah, and you will um, never be disappointed. Well, he talked. Um, what's his name out of retire in, into retiring. So, I mean, you know he's got to be working on... Something happened. He forced him. (laughs) Well, yeah, his son had some kind of financial agreement, and there was something bizarre going on there. But, yeah, he talked a a Supreme Court justice into retiring early so he could place somebody younger and more far-right. Kennedy, thank you. 
couldn't remember if it was yeah I, they, the, the the GOP ones they're all white dudes they all look alike to me I can't keep track of them well except for one of them okay <laughs> so moving on to other Trump news the Russians uh, there was a report put out by Oxford detailing how the Russians had never slowed down they are putting out and strangely enough tons of memes apparently that's that's the way to go and <laughs> I I have to say people read memes all the time like. You see them on Facebook and on Twitter. They're, they're all over the place. And apparently that is a big portion of the Russian influence is they're putting out memes on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. That is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. These people I know on Facebook post a meme Research as it's meme. actual fucking news. Yeah. Right. No sources cited, no nothing. And see, gotcha, told you, Hillary Clinton's from fucking outer space. It's right there. It's a comic strip. Modern it's it's amazing. And it just false facts. Sometimes Photoshop doctored photos. Oh, yeah, clearly. Of poll numbers on CNN. Or there, was, there was a big one about that, uh, comparing Obama and Trump, which was they fudged the numbers on the Trump side. But then you show them the real picture, and that's the fake picture. So w- w- you can't win. No. <laughs> and a huge number of the memes that you see of, about Hillary, about uh, fake news, are, are Russian creations. And a large portion of their uh, what they've been doing is to denigrate the the Mueller investigation, the FBI investigations on Trump. Oh, yeah. As soon as Trump was elected, they were like, hmm, Mueller, target, or Trump investigation. And Mueller, as soon as he was appointed, they got to keep the turmoil high. It's to their advantage. Yeah, it, it very much is. Keep people divided, keeping them fighting each other and not finding, you know, ground to stand on. And not paying attention to what... Russia is doing in Europe. That's the key to it. Keep us distracted locally so we're not looking globally. Well, we also have a president who's who's a nationalist (laughs) and isolating us. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, um, yeah, Putin probably talked him into that. If he could rule the world. I honestly feel that if Donald Trump had run as a Democrat and won, he would just be doing good things because he would be (laughs) getting good press and wouldn't care. You know, assuming that uh, Putin didn't have anything on him. I don't think Trump gives a fuck about 75% of the shit he talks about. Agreed, but he would still be lining his own pockets with all the money right. he could grab. I agree with that. But he didn't. He wouldn't care about Mexicans. He wouldn't care about the wall. But he only cares about the wall because it's. it looks like a failure if he doesn't get it up. Right. Um, <laughs> no, no pun intended. He, don't give a, he doesn't give a shit about fucking coal miners and all that shit. Oh, yeah, coal miners. Have you the resurgence of black lung in the coal mining industry? Holy crap. I thought that had gone away... <laughs> Cole's coming years back. Ago. As long as they're mining, it's not going away. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, we have respirators. We have ways of protecting people from um, inhaling coal dust and silica dust. That we sounds have... suspiciously like a regulation. It really does. <laughs> An industry killing regulation. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And for oh every God. regulation that we make, we have to get rid of three of them. I mean, these are the same people that vote for the GOP. The people that are not protecting them from black lung, for Christ's sake. And taking away their health care. And taking away their health care. It's... But I saw a meme where Hillary stole money. Uranium. <laughs> emails. <laughs> ah. Andrea Ocasio-Cortez is like a big dipshit, right? Because there's one photo where, like, her eye looks a little weird. <laughs> it's all it takes. As long as you can get enough eyeballs on that, then that's all it takes. Wow. Speaking of the GOP uh, lying... The next thing I had was Roger Stone. (laughs) (laughs) Roger Stone has apparently settled 
there was a culmination of a hundred million dollar lawsuit filed against Stone by, like, I'm going to say this name correctly, uh, Guo Wengui. Don't know. He was a businessman in Beijing who uh, has try. He's trying to get. I don't know if he filed for asylum, but he's trying to uh, stay in the U.S. as opposed to going back to China because he has said some things against the Chinese government, and he thinks his life is in danger. But rightfully uh, so. Yeah. Uh, Roger Stone had declared on Infowars. There's your mm. news source. Mm-hmm. He had declared that this guy gave money to Hillary Clinton and Steve Bannon, which that's kind of weird, during the, the presidential election in 2016. Unfortunately, he had no proof of this whatsoever, so it was a complete slander. And uh, it could cost this guy his ability to stay in the country. And if he gets deported back to China again, his life is in danger. So... Stone, however, just this last week had come out and said, okay, I failed to do proper research before making those statements. And uh, apparently he is being required via the settlement to speak out in the journal, the uh, Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, and the Washington Post, publicly apologizing about his claims. So, and yes, that guy is seeking asylum in the U.S. Sure. Reasonably so, by the sound of it. So, so apparently he's not uh, he's not giving up any of the money. He was being sued for like $100 million, but that's not going forward. He is being required to publish a retraction and uh, an apology. I mean, my guess is that he's going to have some fine involved. He's probably got paying the other guy's court fees, stuff along that line. But forcing him to publicly apologize has got to be more painful than anything else. So I think it's wonderful. <laughs> That guy well, is- it just goes to show you, I mean, come on, do, do any of you believe that Stone thought that what he was saying was true? Or did he just see something like the way it sounded, thought it would be good publicity for, you know, against Hillary, so for Trump? It's a talking point, yeah. just threw it out there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, when you have the GOP and you have Trump talking about fake news, and yet, where's the fake news coming from? It's coming yeah. from... Trump's people. It's coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I find it, I mean, this is just one of a, a couple that have come up recently where things that they have done in kind of the heat of the moment because they thought that they could get away with it are, it's starting to, it, justice takes time. Things like this court case took time to put together and it, payback's a bitch and slow, unfortunately. I know we talk about the Mueller investiga- investigation a lot, but if if we could get Roger Stone behind bars. <laughs> oh, that that would make my year. I think I said I'd dance a jig <laughs> if that happened. Yeah, in my lawn, <laughs> or just make him very poor permanently, because that would almost kill him. That's not jig worthy. It would make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, was this today? Yesterday? Uh, the next thing I have is from the Washington Post. Hmm. Well, the articles from the Washington Post that I linked, but it was all over the news. He, Trump is shutting down his charity. Trump <gasps> charity is no more. It's being dissolved. Yes. Why? Because he has, there's an investigation that is astounding. The mm. statement that was put out by the judge today pretty much said that the Trump Foundation, is that what it's called? The Trump, whatever it is, the Trump charity, was basically, uh, Trump used it like a checkbook. 
didn't really give much to charity, but used it to put money into so that he could use it for something else completely tax-free and just use it for anything. Used it for campaign stuff, used it for personal payments. Hell, he could have paid off a porn star with that money. He bought a portrait of himself and put it in uh, one of his country clubs. Mar-a-Lago, Mar- maybe? Yeah. yeah, giant one, yeah. Persistently illegal conduct is the term. It's not just the Trump Foundation. It's the Donald J. Trump Foundation. Mm. And along with this, so it's being dissolved, but that doesn't mean that the investigation isn't going to continue. No, just um, shutting it down is only... <laughs> well, also, anything. it's being dissolved in a way that the uh, district attorney down there controls where all the funds go. So... They're they're telling them where they have to put the money back and shit like that. Like, it's not just like we get to keep all the money. Sure, it's under control at this point. Yeah. Okay. But, of As course, the, the, the Trump saying, no, 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 we decided to do this, but it's not true. No. Well, and, well, <laughs> Underwood. Um, the New York Attorney General Barbara Underwood said that she's continuing to seek more than $2.8 million in restitution and has asked the judge to ban the Trumps temporarily for serving on the boards of other New York nonprofit organizations. And Trumps, I mean, like all – Three of the grown-up kids and the, the husband, so, you know, four, and um, who's the other? Well, Melania, I think, so was included in there. Oh, it was Melania? I heard that Don, Don Jr., Eric, and Ivanka were. I didn't know that Melania was. Maybe it, might, it might not be true. I'm not sure. She, she may not well, be. You a, might as well ban Tiffany while you're at it just to be safe. <laughs> Fuck it. Throw Baron in there, too. <laughs> oh, that monster. <laughs> oh, Trump and his three oldest children. Sorry. Okay. Oh, not even not a not the Javanka combo. Okay. Hmm. Oh, Jared's not involved. She, yeah. No, nope, just Javanka, from what I understand. Yeah. So this is a partial settlement, which is not yet over. So I did skip something um, that I had completely forgotten about because I did not have an article for it. Flynn's sentencing was supposed to be today, mm. and apparently the judge doesn't like Flynn. Not <laughs> no. one bit. And. <laughs> Said that you basically sold out your country, which, yeah, he was a general. I mean, his his attorneys made the argument of that, well, you shouldn't, you know, put him in jail because he didn't know that lying to the FBI was a crime. Please. <laughs> what? Yeah, they found that an argument that? like on Friday or something. And that's when the judge required Mueller's team to publicize that one document. Which made it public that, you know, yes, of course he knew. And he lied, and they told him exactly what he said. This guy was the director of the DIA. Flynn's the affluenza general. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's so retarded. <laughs> like, and he, they're complaining that the, that he's saying that, well, the FBI tricked me into lying. <laughs> they They tricked me. And then Trump's like, he didn't do anything wrong. And they're like, but you fired him for lying. Right. <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, they can't get anything fucking straight. No. Well, they keep telling lies because they have learned that, you know, the base eat it up and believe them. They they fail to recognize that there are people in the world that are not their base. And this is a continuous lesson that they keep needing to learn and don't learn. You know, I was thinking about Michael Flynn the other day before the sentencing. Mm. And I was wondering to myself, at what point in his life, because I have to imagine like he had good intentions when he joined the military made his way all the way up to general, you know, mm. these are worthy goals and good things and you'll be praised and you'll, you'll live a good, probably an easy life. There's probably not many generals living on Skid Row. But no. at some point, Michael Flynn was like, I need more and I'm going to have to break the law sort of to do it like in a shady type way, like maybe not actually breaking a law, 
But like when it gets to the point where the Turkish government's like, could you kidnap a guy and send him back here? And you're like, I'm a fucking general. And what am I doing? Like what motivated him to do all this? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to try and get that job as a national security advisor. Okay, you're a previous general in the military. That makes perfect sense. Oh, wait, I also am taking money from Turkey. and, and I'm a, Yeah, as an agent of a, a foreign nation. And I'm going to be in the White House. And, uh, <laughs> and he didn't register as an agent of a foreign country, right. which he was required to do by law. You're right, though, Jared. I don't know where did he turn and... The ends justified the means became his mantra. and But the end being what? Just money? I don't... I mean, how does being a foreign agent for Turkey help the United States? I think it's just money. So it's just yeah. money. But again, yep. so either he wanted to be... But I have to th- imagine that there was other ways for a general to make money. Like, wouldn't just write a, com- a book about your exploits. Yeah, or a... People com- I mean, a, I mean, he was already famous, mm-hmm. right? Because he worked for Obama, although Obama fired him, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was the thing. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. It's just all very odd. Yeah, I don't understand Flynn's motivation in any way. Uh, maybe he's in debt? <laughs> maybe he's got a bad gambling habit? He's got a big family. Maybe there's, you know, big demands on for money. And he couldn't think of another way except take it from Turkey? I. It's just, I don't get it. How do you get from being, you know, a, a, a general to jail yeah and then hitching, a, hitching your wagon the trump's way. train yeah Don't and if it. you ever if you ever wondered how do you get from general to jail this is it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so jeff mentioned this in, uh, as part of the previous thing about the trump foundation and i just i find it amusing so as part of the agreement the uh, foundation has to sell remaining assets and donate the proceeds and some of the assets include tim tebow's helmet which was signed um, That'll get you portraits, 15 bucks. <laughs> two portraits of Trump, which uh, Trump paid a combined $30,000. And, In and foundation he, money. <laughs> right, from the charity's money. He also paid $12,000 for that helmet. So $42,000 in charity money. It's currently, it has a value that Trump now values the three items at $975. That sounds about right. <laughs> $12,000 for Tim Tebow's helmet. It must have been the height of Tim T- Tebow fever. I guess. I mean, Two weeks later, gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did he you know, wear it in a Super Bowl? Maybe it's worth that much. Maybe. Was Tim Tebow ever in the Super Bowl? <laughs> it's football, he was not. Know. Okay. I stand corrected. <laughs> I don't know these things. <laughs> uh, playoff game? <laughs> he he was in a playoff game once, yes. <laughs> okay. uh, I just find that funny, and it made me feel good that Trump <laughs> losing money. Of course, it wasn't even his money to begin with. It was his charity's money. Right. Yeah. Tax-free. Yeah. Given by suckers. All right, yeah. I'm going to move on. Oh, go ahead. Well, either given to him by suckers or by people currying his favor and giving yeah. putting money in his slush fund. One of the two. And I'm sure some honest people who were giving the money think it was going to a good charity. Sure. Yeah, he hosted that show for all those years where celebrities gave money to charity. How could you not trust him? <laughs> Again, this is uh, another instance of wh- what has he said about the Clinton Foundation, that it's just a way for them to, to launder money? Oh, yeah. He's just talking about himself. This is another example of 
just take whatever he's saying, turn it around, and that's what he's doing. Right. Seen that before. I'm going to move on to some things that people posted on the Facebook page. thought a bunch of them were amusing. First off, there was an election for in California for Irrigation District Board of Commissioners. <laughs> okay. And, and it, got, it was a tied vote. Apparently, there were uh, 100, 147 voters eligible. 110 voted, which would be a pretty good ratio, except that eight of them also made no selection for this particular office. So it ended up being 51 to 51, a complete tie. And they resolved it by rolling a D20. Oh, that's right. I read that story. (laughs) Nice. A a 20-sided die that you use regularly in D20 role-playing games, such as Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, that's how they decided it. A three, it was a three 20-sided die roll. Whoever got the highest total won? It was something like that. They said it was okay. a three three rolls. So best out of three rolls, yeah. Yeah, and they say that it's uh, the law says it has to be resolved by a drawing of lots, but it doesn't specify what method to use. And uh, one of them had a d twenty in the uh, in their like desk drawer or something. So that's what they went with. <laughs> like Jeff's comment, does rolling a one mean the entire government shuts down? <laughs> <laughs> And if you get a 20, you get an extra four years. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you think the guy who pulled the die out was like, owned it? And was like, yo, I got a D20 here. Or was like, I don't know what this is. It looks like a die. I'm embarrassed to tell you that I that I have this in my drawer. <laughs> I mean, why not a D6? It's just a, such an odd thing. But Because eh. it's way cooler. <laughs> it, sure. It absolutely is, but... Well, and there's oh, a lot more chance of getting another tie on DT6. It says that somebody in the office happened to have it lying around. That's why they used it. <laughs> yeah. And apparently it was the total because it was a 51 to 45. And the the guy won by rolling a 20 on his last roll. So there you go. <laughs> Critical hit. I win. Yeah. Nice. That is appropriate. I love it. That's fantastic. Meanwhile, another thing that was posted on the Facebook page, I don't know if this was directed at anybody, but uh, Congress just passed a law to legalize hemp. That's right. Across the nation, the U.S. Farm Bill passed and Hmm. hemp will be legal as long as Trump doesn't veto it or, you know, fuck it up in some other way. So I've always heard or thought that this was a um, the cotton industry got that hemp farmers shut down because it's a competitive fiber. <laughs> That's a possibility. I, I, I believe that. I thought it was um, a famous publisher who owns everything. Hearst? Hearst? <laughs> yeah. I thought he had it shut down hmm. because uh, hemp paper, he wanted to stop that from, from being. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, again, f- fiber again. Yeah, absolutely. I have I have Jeff with the same theory as, as me. And by theory, I mean we both heard the same thing. I have not followed, I have not created a hypothesis and come up with facts to support this, but I like that we we both have the same information. Yeah, and I don't doubt that in any way. So hemp is very, it's a different strain of the exact same plant as marijuana. The difference for hemp is basically the THC, the psychoactive part of marijuana, is very low in hemp. But it still has, and I don't know what this is, CBD which is has a lot of the medical uses 
that people have been extracting from different cannabis plants and using to treat glaucoma and pain and stuff like that. So the CBD is still there and there's all the hemp stuff making clothing like you were just Mm -hmm. talking about. And apparently, uh, strangely enough, Mitch McConnell has been fighting for this for some time. What? I was unaware of that, but that is what this article says. He's got a hemp factory ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Yeah. So he's from Kentucky and he believes, he has publicly stated that he, it can help replace the tobacco industry as ah. a crop in Kentucky. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. And it's not evil. So way to Man. go, Mitch. Ah. And in a, it, I was going to say, I don't <laughs> want to go that far. But in a shocking twist, how about that? A senator looking out for the interests of his home state and the people who elected him. Yeah. I barely believe it. <laughs> I'm still with you. You should. That motherfucker got a hemp farm somewhere. <laughs> he 100% does. Or he's got a a line to the you know the the factory farmers that want to grow hemp in K- Kentucky, and they've given him a lot of money. Yeah, that too. Yeah, but if it ends up with you know people getting work and we us getting you know nice hemp clothing, it was itchy. Um, that sounds good. <laughs> sure. Yeah, Jared, if you can find any more out about what company he is involved in <laughs> and let me know so that I can purchase stock in that company. Yeah, I'm going to put a Joey Salads-esque investigation on this <laughs> right I away. Love it. <laughs> oh, Joey Salads, I don't miss you at all. <laughs> so apparently uh, hemp was lumped, just lumped in with marijuana when it was included as, uh, you know, with, the, with heroin as a type one restricted... You so, but so, and what that did is it also prevented scientists from doing anything with hemp, from doing any studies, from seeing how the uh, chemicals could be used in medical anything. Like, not only does it make it illegal to you know sell on the street, but it also made it illegal for scientists to do anything to help you know humanity. humanity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But well, this law news. specifically <laughs> removes it from that grouping. So hemp, it doesn't do anything with marijuana, but it removes hemp from the Category 1 drug. Good. Nice. A little bit of progress. I'll take it. And, of course, a lot of people are saying that it may also aid in the legalization of marijuana down the road. But nothing to do with Right. Things are trending in that direction anyway, so I'm not going to give it too much credit. But I'm with Karen. Eh, it's a tiny bit of progress. <laughs> Slightly better than zero progress. Does anybody here have any uh, experience with CBD oil? No. 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 Okay. Somehow, no. I I've been recommended CBD oil on numerous occasions, and I was also mm-hmm. told by one person that it's a waste of my time. That it's nothing. Hmm. Well, I, I think you should certainly experiment to see if it helps. I was going to say, how, 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 what kind of financial investment are we talking here? Well, yeah. because first of all, it's some, the only place I ever see CBD oil is sold in the, in the uh, tobacco store. Mm. You know, hmm. and people are like, yeah, take it. it. It calms down. It's good for anxiety. And I'm like, eh, but it's sold in the fucking tobacco store along with incense and fucking bongs. <laughs> well, I, I would go to your, your local marijuana dispensary and ask them there. They are the experts on... Local marijuana dispensary around <laughs> Well, there's got to be one reasonably within local driving distance. <laughs> well, Ian, I was relying on you, but forget it now. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I'll go take some and I'll let you know how it All works. Right. <laughs> now, the person that said that it won't get you anywhere, it's quite possible they were looking to get high. Mm. 
right? I don't know this no, person. No, no, this person is not that type of person. No? Okay. No, I <laughs> just uh, was like, I'm like, what do you know? Eh, it's, it's nothing. It's a, it's a waste of Interesting. time. Interesting. Well, that's definitely not true because people are using it for lots of different things. Whether it will help whatever it is you want it to help, eh, that I can't tell you because I don't know what you're looking for it to do. Calm my ass down. I need something to offset the Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it has something. It interacts differently with different people's systems. So you kind of yeah. have to, you know, see how Experiment. it goes. And, and for anxiety and, you know, general things around anxiety, it is a, I believe it's a medical, medically accessible. You have to do the, you know, the nonsense, find a doctor that will prescribe it and do the dance. But this is Pennsylvania. You can get that now. I guess my biggest issue is I hate fucking marijuana and don't want to get high. <laughs> so uh, CBD, I do not believe gets you high. I don't I think, think you can it. either, but no. even that's why I'm like, <laughs> again, I, where it's sold. If it was a doctor, I'd be like, give it to me. <laughs> well, it is a doctor. If you go to a medical marijuana dispensary, there is a doctor there, and I'm not even using air quotes. <laughs> he might be, you know, more experimental than other doctors, but mm-hmm. he is a doctor. Is his name Doctor Feelgood? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would be awesome. No, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> we have we have a, a store in State College here. Wow, it's a college town, so they're not yeah. idiots. But it's not downtown, though. They actually have to take an Uber out to North Atherton. So, <laughs> all, all right. right. I was just curious. Thank you. Yep. So moving on to, I'm curious what you think about this. A Minnesota State professor made a statement that got him a lot of news. Eric Sprankle. Uh, associate professor of psychology <laughs> stated stated that, that last uh, name. Sorry, that last name. What is it? Sprankle. Sprankle. <laughs> okay, go on, dude. I was trying to hold out, but you just kept pushing. Oh, oh God. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> so he says that concerning the birth of Jesus and Mary, uh, he says that. <laughs> An all-knowing, all-powerful deity impregnating a human teen is an unethical abuse of power at best and grossly predatory at worst. Get over yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Sprinkle. I find it amusing with the Me Too movement and everything, the fact that he's trying to say that God forced himself on a a teenage girl. Jeff says that uh, Mr. Sprinkle is a Satanist. Now, I wonder which type of satanist <laughs> the nicest kind with that last name yeah uh now now i have to know <laughs> eric sprinkle so one of the responses however to the tweet that mr sprinkle put out said that whether you believe or disbelieve it helps if you actually read the text and uh mm-hmm. in in luke it actually says that mary agreed so whether she was 15 or 16 or not she agreed so it was okay <laughs> he got a note from her father it was all good <laughs> the whole thing is just silly he's looking for attention exactly yeah uh, he got some yeah a little bit yeah and we laughed at his last name <laughs> and now it'll become a running joke for a couple of weeks here and that'll be it <laughs> so some more serious bad news i guess except he's actually going to jail uh pastor who had to claim the Orlando massacre, uh, the victims got what they deserved. Mm. And that was one of his nicer statements. Mm. He is now in jail. He has been convicted of being a sexual predator and child molestation and aggravated child molestation. 
So he will be in jail until he is well into his 90s. So I suppose that's good. It's just another it's another thing where completely anti-homosexual, completely wants right? to say that yeah. people people deserve to be killed because they're homosexual. And Those gays deserve to die. Why can't you rape children like a normal person? Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, he's freaking attacking children. I mean... Why would you even open your mouth then? <laughs> Why draw any attention to yourself? Well, and he's a pastor, of course. So, I mean, that's how he... You know, got access to the kids. So he's in a place of position to begin with. Right. But I mean, like, when the when the Pulse nightclub thing happened, why say anything? Oh, well, I think at that point he thinks he can get away with anything. Oh, so he's like, oh, I'm untouchable. So why not throw the gaze under the bus for it? Good thing is, uh, he's not. He's not untouchable. This yeah. is exactly like Michael Flynn chanting <laughs> lock her up at the fucking RNC. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? You're committing crimes, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't figure people out, man. <laughs> you're, you're doing all these sexually deviant things, and you're like, yeah, those gay people deserved it. I'm fine, though. I'm good. Yeah. Self-justification. Uh, it, unbelievable. Now, here's the thing. Do you think he actually believes that? That they deserved it? Or was he just like, well, this is my job, right? Hating the gays? You know, who who knows? I mean, he was a pastor and was using that position to sexually assault children. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I Who knows what that guy believes? Right. Yeah. I, I can't step into the mind of somebody that is capable of that level of horror. So I, have, I don't know. Or maybe it's some kind of self-hating thing. I don't know. Like that one evangelist preacher guy who constantly talked about banging his wife all the time, and this and that. It turned out he was having prostitutes and doing drugs in hotel rooms and is totally gay. Or is it just he knows he is doing evil, so he's trying to find other people that he thinks are more evil than he is to justify his evil? Or throw people off the scent. Sure. Like, can't be. Why would he can't be gay? He hates gay people. Mm. I don't know. I should have became a psychologist. (laughs) I really should have. So meanwhile, somebody else that's in jail for stupid reasons... Over in Jordan, there was a uh, Jordan's Al Wakil news website published a picture of the Last Supper with Salt Bay. Do you know who Salt Bay is? Can somebody younger than me explain this to me, please? (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) no (laughs) idea what you're talking about. Is it's a person? Yeah. So this guy is a chef (laughs) from Turkey. Uh, His nickname is Salt Salt Bay. I don't. I'm not even going to try to get his his name correct but he is uh he's a chef and he's known for preparing meat very well and he's got several videos online if you want to look up salt bay and he has this thing where he salts the meat by like sprinkling it off of his elbow onto the meat it's it's really kind of weird but and that that's all he needed to do was to get famous (laughs) (laughs) so one of the editors at uh, this news website published an image of the Last Supper, but it's got this guy salting the meat on in front of Jesus, and apparently that was way over the line. Hmm. They deemed that the image was offensive to Christians, and the website's publisher and an editor were accused of inciting sectarian strife and have been detained and jailed uh, as of December 10th. So this image that is on Grub Street that I'll link on the website. Yeah, two people are in jail now because of that image. 
Hmm. This happened in Jordan? Jordan. Yes. Correct. Well, why would you do that? <laughs> Just... Well, they live in Jordan. They, uh, you know, you. I would think that they would understand the... Limits. Yeah. <laughs> but again, when we... Every time we bring up fake news and how the, the news should be limited and... This is this is where I'm afraid we're going. Mm. You know, you go down the, that that path too far, and if anybody gets offended, you're going to be put in jail for putting an image on a website. Right. Well, that's definitely what the direction that a lot of this country wants us to go in. Absolutely. Yeah, but, I'd say on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Way too many regressive lefts think that as well. True. Ugh, man, that's. Bizarre. I mean, look what happened to Kevin Hart. Oh, true. I don't know. Tell me what happened to Kevin Hart. Either I missed it or I don't remember. Oh, he... he oh, the Oscars. Was, yeah. yeah. What did he do? I didn't catch that. They, what did he say? He, the, the downfall of every celebrity. He tweeted something years ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, and he, I think it might something in his act, too, maybe. Right. He, he tweeted what he thought were jokes. They were perceived as anti-gay. Mm. He had to withdraw from hosting the Oscars. Hmm. Now... There you go. One piece of that, of what I heard was, he was asked to publicly apologize, and his response was, I'm not going to publicly apologize. I've already apologized. I'm not doing it again. That was old jokes. No, I don't think they're funny now. If I could, if I could, he said, if I could never have put those jokes out, I would make that happen, but I can't do that, so you're just going to have to get over it, and that wasn't good enough. Hmm. That was the joke that Jeff just put up? Yes. Yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say, in my voice, stop, that's gay. Eh, okay. Hmm. This one cements the one thing I've always said. I don't think Kevin Hart is funny. (laughs) (laughs) I would agree. I have Uh, seen him be funny, but it's not a consistent thing. There you go. That I'll agree with. Absolutely. His stand-up is not funny to me. I've seen him in movies where he was funny. Yeah. Uh, See, I feel like... um, Promoting violence against children would be my sticking point here, not the not the gay. If I saw my son doing I would smash a dollhouse over his head. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the joke's poor, and I don't know. It's like... <laughs> the sentiment is bad, yeah. I guess so. I mean, it's a fucking joke. I just don't care. I don't no. care. If if Kevin Hart hated gay people, I just wouldn't care. Well, is it a joke, or if it, or was he saying it seriously in a co- part of a con- Twitter conversation? Who knows? I don't know what the context was before the joke. There might have been some lead up to it. Right. You know. Context is kind of, if you just said that out of the blue, I'm like, that's strange and <laughs> wrong, but I don't know. It, it's definitely uh, like an anti-gay sentiment behind it. Yes. And I can understand that some people came out and, and then the people running the Oscars were like, all right, you need to apologize for this. And his reaction, his first reaction was, I already apologize for this. I'm not reliving this over and over again. Unfortunately, what that does is make you relive it even more intensely. Right. <laughs> because you didn't just apologize again. Right. You should you should well, you you could have gone with I apologize for that in the past. It was, you know, not well thought out and I apologize again and people would have moved on. I think he's okay to not host the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that too. <laughs> not that I'm going to watch him, but yeah. <laughs> no, I think everybody's okay with that. No one wants to host the Oscars. <laughs> All right, we promised, or at least I did, to talk about Scientology and the Nation of Islam. So we're there. Mm-hmm. We have been watching the most recent Scientology in the Aftermath, Leah Remini, 
Mike Rinder talking to people. This season has been interesting. There was a pre-season episode about the Jehovah's Witness, strictly about the Jehovah's Witness. It did not. It just compared them to Scientology. Not favorably. <laughs> yeah, strangely enough. Um, it was a good episode. Um, if you get a chance, you can watch it. Episode three this season was an in-depth on being declared a suppressive person and how uh, how the free game is still going on, how Scientology is attacking people still and uh so episode three good episode to watch however episode five i think had a lot of interesting information so back in the early 2000s apparently some scientology people went to leah remini and said hey you know how you have a lot of money why don't you use some of that money to interact with uh, a few people who i'm going to tell you about so that we can get more uh, black people in Scientology, because we just don't have any black people in Scientology. Like, apparently Isaac Hayes went to a couple people and said, why am I the only black guy here? <laughs> and they engaged the Nation of Islam. Louis Farrakhan specifically. Yes. Because if you're going to engage the Nation of Islam, why not go after the leader? Hmm. So they convinced Farrakhan that Scientology is right up your street. It, it has everything that, that you need. You can just use its information and work that into the Nation of Islam and what you preach, and it'll intermesh completely. Yeah. How they convinced him of this, I'm not really sure, since it's a complete fabrication. It, well, and it's completely opposite to what the Nation of Islam teaches. Yes, completely I, opposite. I bet right. you Ben Franklin convinced them. Ben, oh, yes. The money. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Could very That's well what it be. looks like. Yeah. My Benjamin Franklin derp. <laughs> <laughs> so now the Nation of Islam and Farrakhan specifically is preaching about Scientology. He's promoting the books. He's promoting the... The self-help stuff. The quote-unquote personality tests. And, and Leah Remini was involved in this at, at the beginning. She went and opened uh, one of the large centers for Scientology in a very black community. Um, I'm trying to remember. It's in California. It's... Um, Compton. No. Oakland. Starts with an I. Inglewood. Inglewood. Starts with an E, but I like where you're going. <laughs> I wanted to start with an E. I don't know. I it starts with an E. Okay. It's where Jules is from. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Jules? <laughs> <laughs> My man from Inglewood. <laughs> ah. Right. Oh, oh, it's a a movie reference that I still swear you have never seen that movie. I've seen it at least twice. Shut it. Maybe three times. So in any case, she started she started uh, a organization there in Inglewood, and it has grown rather significantly. They put a lot of money into it, but they're really not helping the community in any way. They're just wanting people to come in and sign up for Scientology courses and buy the books. So you were also right. It starts with an I. Oh shit! Ha ha! I feel Inglewood, better. Ingle, Inglewood, the uh, Chicago version is Anglewood. Ah. The California one is Inglewood. Justified. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> so in, in any Ray, case, Ray, uh, the, Ray, the fifth, Ray, Ray. <laughs> the fifth episode, uh, it's worth a, it's worth a watch because they have some former uh, Nation of Islam guys on they talk about what scientology is doing to their religion to how it's corrupting everything but yeah farrakhan is all on board so nation of islam 
is well into the whole Scientology brainwashing scheme. Right. And they actually brought up something in this show that I didn't, I either didn't hear it before or didn't, you know, didn't click. But every time you bring in somebody into Scientology, all the money that they give to the organization, you get 10% of it in perpetuity. If you bring in Alice and Alice gives, you know, $300,000 over the next 10 years, you get 10% of that money. Pyramid scheme. Yeah, it is. It's a pyramid scheme. I don't think, it, well, I don't think it's quite pyramid because I don't think if Alice brings in a person, you don't get, you know, 2% of that. It's just well, a, sing, a single single tiered pyramid, but it, sure. <laughs> which really barely offsets the money that you're going to be dumping into Scientology in any case. but Right, but if you can get 10 people in, right. you can do Scientology and, and Ascend for free if you all spend the same amount of money. So instead of helping the, uh, the poor communities, they're taking more money out of it. And uh, I mean, we all know Scientology is just completely evil. Yeah. But Combine that with Louis Farrakhan, who has said that uh, the satanic Jews are the reason that 9-11 happened. I mean, it, it's a whole new level of crazy mixed in with crazy of Scientology. So He's somebody probably worth looking into a little bit, because I've heard his name a lot. And uh, the Nation of Islam had an honorable beginning, I think. But I don't know when they went off the rails. I mean, they've clearly gone off the rails at this point with Scientology. But he's he's one of those religious figures of that might be an interesting read about. <laughs> but more importantly, Isaac Hayes gets to hang out with more black people now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. Mm. All right, I'm moving on to some state news. <laughs> Arizona, McSally. So you remember McSally just uh, lost an election right. to Cinema, I believe is her name. Cinema. Cinema. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, Correct. that doesn't matter. McSally's still getting her uh, senator seat mm. because the guy who was in that seat, uh, who had taken uh, McCain's seat, uh, I think his name's right. Kyle. John Kyle. Yep. That sounds, yeah. sounds likely. Uh, the governor has said, okay, well, Kyle is not taking the seat, so I'm going to put McSally in. Yeah. Going against the specific wishes of the, of the state that she's representing. Yep. That's nice. Well, going against, you know, a, a good Half percentage, not the yeah. majority. Well, he's going against the majority of who voted, yeah. Yeah. But she only gets to serve out the term as long as McCain would have and then has to... Run again. Run that again. right. I yes. mean, it's cheap, but it's within the bounds of the law. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely it, is. Yep. She will need to uh, win a special election in 2020 to remain, but yeah, two years in the Senate. So... Cheating so you just cancel lawfully. out Arizona's vote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll call that one lawful cheating. <laughs> well, I, just... I mean, look, the guy that they put in was a Republican, right? Yeah. Oh, I have no argument with putting a Republican in. I have a, an argument putting her in. She specifically was not elected to be the senator of that state by the people in that state. And they're still stuck with her. Well, and there is that part she, to look at. <laughs> when she was campaigning, she distanced herself from McCain and completely embraced Trump and lost the election. But now that she has lost the election, she's gone back and talked to the governor and talked to McCain's family and said, yeah, I'm really sorry about that. Can you forgive hmm. me? And the governor said, well, close enough, and is putting her in the seat. Wow. And the, were the McCains okay with this? I don't, I mean, I don't think there's any specific information, but I, I don't think so. <laughs> It says that she apologized specifically to Cindy McCain for uh, for not mentioning McCain during her uh, you know election. Hmm. 
I don't know how to feel about this. I mean, it sucks, but mm. I just feel like whoever they put in there would have done exactly what she's doing. So what difference does it make? Possibly. I, it just bothers me the um, complete nullification of the voters. That's but what- what's interesting, though, is the the other guy, Kyle. Why is he not? Did he just decide oh, I need to spend more time with my family like they all do? Like, why is he leaving? He's stepping down at the end of the year. Don't know. So, but he should have filled it out till McCain's the end of McCain's term, right? Yeah, he really so, should. Have. So, if I, he was in on this, like where they're like, "You need to leave so we can get her in," because because mm. fuck everybody else and we don't believe in democracy. <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, whatever, man. I'll do whatever you guys tell me to do." That's a good question. I do not know then why he's stepping down. All right, another investigation going on. <laughs> <laughs> Make a note. So, not only is it completely legal, but to suggest. That it is a complete disregard for the people's wishes in that state <laughs> when the election was 50.1% for the woman who won and 49.9% of the vote? Yeah, it sounds really harsh. I think I, I, I'm, I'm disappointed in, in Karen's characterization of this. <laughs> well, like, severely. I didn't realize how close the election was, but still. It went on for like three weeks afterwards it was so close. Yeah. She still lost. She she did still lost. I would not say that this is complete disrespect to to the entire state of Arizona. Half of them, slightly <laughs> over half of them. <laughs> it was half of them, and they should the Republicans should be very happy because now the half that voted well, it didn't matter who you voted for. You, right, you got to <laughs> you got to win. Well, it did mm-hmm. matter because I, he would have never put cinema. Oh well, that is true. In, in place of Kyle. Kyle would have somehow saw it out until 2020. Okay, he would have sure. stuck it. Fuck his family at that <laughs> point. <laughs> well, even if he didn't, they would have just put a different Republican in. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. in any case, it's a it's a screwy situation, in my opinion, but... Yeah, for sure. I lost the election, and I'm in! <laughs> uh, meanwhile, another cross to look at over in Ozark, Missouri. <laughs> there's a bright blue shining cross... The Freedom from Religion was contacted, and they sent a letter, and the government uh, said, yeah, you're right, the promotion of Christianity is not correct, we can't ignore, ignore the First Amendment, so it, you know, it specifically prohibits the government from taking on uh, religious symbols, so good job, they, they said exactly what they should have said, and they said, uh, we'll be removing it, we're not going to light it tonight, and it'll be removed shortly. And then, within a few hours, they <laughs> put a message out that said, we released a press release about this, and we got feedback from the people in the area, and uh, more more consideration needs to be done. Mm. <laughs> Which was then quickly followed up by the mayor who said, the cross is not down. It will be lighted tonight. We have heard your thoughts and uh, we're assessing all opinions addressing this situation. Stay tuned. So you know he's a Trump fan. Hmm. Who who finishes a tweet with stay tuned? <laughs> so yeah, the, the mayor has then come out and said... Okay, this is a Christian nation, so we're leaving the cross up and you can suck it. Wow. Mm. I paraphrase. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, there you go. Um, I'm sure we'll hear more about this in the future, but it's another cross to watch up being held 
being upheld by the mayor saying that the, it's, a, it's a Christian nation and it's a Christian symbol. So, again, we won. <laughs> we get to do this. But, I mean, it, it's like um, the Friendly Atheist website says, I swear this guy has to be a mole. No Christian mayor ever gives away the game this easily. I mean, the words he is using are insta-lose. So, this isn't going to take much. <laughs> wow. Yeah, just another another thing for us to watch in the news. Yep. And finally, I wanted to end on a humorous note. Did you see the video of Stephen Miller? Yeah, I didn't see the video, but I saw the pictures and the comparisons. It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen Miller went on Face the Nation with quite obvious spray hair on on the top of his head. I mean, just just the top of his head, though, not the back of his head, where the other part of his bald spot is. Yeah, when you look at it from other angles, it is so obvious. Yeah. Well, and the H-D-T-A. funny thing is, the camera, for the most part, was behind him. He was seated at the edge of the table. The The interviewer was at the other end from the camera. So he was constantly looking at her, and you got to see the back of his head. <laughs> and it was clearly a different color. The hair there was clearly a different color than what was on the front of his head. I mean, it's just, it's, it's so silly. So my question is, why would Stephen Miller do this? I don't really see him as being a vain, I mean, he's vain, but I don't see him as dedicating to presentation. Do you think Trump talked him into doing this? <laughs> you yes. can go on, but you've got to cover that up. you got to get some, <laughs> some GLH. I wouldn't say that Trump specifically directed him to it, but it's a well-known fact that Trump likes it when you look good on TV. He does not like it when you look bad. And I'm yeah. sure he said something along the lines of, it's not a good look to have a shiny bald head. Yeah, something like that. Like, you need to have a full head of fake hair like me. Right. <laughs> can you grow some of it out and comb it over? Or can you do or just can you do something about that? And this was Stephen Miller's answer. And the, the golden, fabulous best part of all of this is that the publicity makes him look even dumber. And it makes it will make him look worse in the eyes of Trump. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, he's boning. He's never going back out. <laughs> Nobody cares what he said. No one's talking no. about what he said. Nope. They're just talking about his hair. <laughs> Everybody knew what he was going to say. Yeah. yeah. He talks over people and is racist dickhead. I like the, what Jeff said. So you're saying someone from the Trump administration is bad <laughs> at covering things up? <laughs> <laughs> nice. HDTV, giant screens across the land. I mean, it was so bad. He must have been in a dim room when he put that shit on. Oh, my God. And like everybody else has been saying, he has, they have makeup people before you go out in front of the camera. So he turned to the makeup people and said, I look good. And somebody said, yep. Looks, that looks great. <laughs> you look fantastic. Well, Head on out. I yep. saw Sam Cedar so was natural. talking about it. And... uh he was like, "Listen, man." He goes, "When you go on to these news, the, uh, these news sets, those are hard lights, yeah. you know, and you're in HD." Mm. He's like, "You could get away with that shit in the '80s and '90s, but not anymore." Also, we've seen pictures of you before, Stephen Miller. <laughs> we know what you look like. <laughs> did he have a template? How did he get it? The widow's peak. That's what baffles me. I mean, he- grow a goatee and put a bick to that fucking thing and get it over with. <laughs> yeah, just just shave your head. It, there's nothing underneath that hair could be that bad. Good Lord. I particularly, I picked this article in in particular because it's on splinternews.com, which I don't know anything about. However, the article starts off by saying, glue-eating dickhead Stephen Miller appeared on CBS's <laughs> Faith of the Nation. 
what was it, his kindergarten teacher was interviewed by somebody and said he used to eat glue when he was a kid? <laughs> I don't know, but I don't think they're saying that he used to eat glue when he was a kid. I'm thinking this has continued mm. on to adulthood. <laughs> All right. That I, have, is, yes. I have one more. Okay. Has everybody seen the racist rant of our favorite Cocker Tarlson? No. What did he do now? <laughs> I don't think um, so. I, I heard something about him earlier today, but I don't remember. Yeah, he intimated that immigrants are dirt. He, oh, that they're making the country uh, poorer and dirtier? Yes. Yes. And he's doubled down on that statement, and all of his sponsors are leaving him. So it might be the beginning of the end for good old Tucker. Well, he'll just get a show on Fox Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Get him off Fox News would be better. Did you guys see that rundown on uh, Sarah, Sarah Beach or Samantha B's show? No, we're not. Oh, behind she's gonna run that of all the shows and clips that they have on there. It is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you want to see Steve Ducey in a cooking show with Scaramucci and his wife? Wow, talking about how Trump likes to eat meatloaf. Because you could pay <laughs> a monthly fee to watch that. <laughs> um, I think I'll pass. But... I don't think I want to see Steve Ducey talking about anything, mm. <laughs> especially but... for money. If you go online, you can find the people that are still advertising on Tucker Carlson's show and send them tweets. I found there was a list somewhere. We can probably find it and put it on the website. So you can tweet at them and say, drop that person or we will no longer eat your chicken nuggets or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Running out of places to eat chicken nuggets. Man. I know. <laughs> Seriously. Gonna have to go to 10 for a dollar at Burger King. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I will change my mind and not buy a Peloton. <laughs> that was on the list. <laughs> so, should I destroy my coffee machine or not? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> have to, you're gonna have to check. Uh, Alright. Alright, thanks, Jeff, for the link. There's there's the link you were looking for. Oh, yeah. The advertisers sticking with Cucker Tolson. <laughs> yeah! Good old Cucker. <laughs> Alka-Seltzer Plus. Aw. Uh, My pillow. <laughs> Go, Bond. Damn you. All right. I think that... Well, it's old people. What do you want? Uh, true. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. That's all we got. Does anybody have yeah. anything else? No, sir. Nope. All righty. So, uh, just to be clear, we are off next week for the Solstice Celebration, which we already said we're not really celebrating, but we're doing things with family and peoples. And gambling. I am. Don't let me in. <laughs> <laughs> With you, with you haters of the season. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please lump me in. <laughs> so, we are off next week, but I think we're tentatively planning to do the week after. So, uh, yeah, it'll yeah. be the first. So, second? we might have hangovers. I thought it was the second. I think it's the first. Mm. It'll be the first. Uh, and I have not committed to the show yet. <laughs> okay. So, we'll see. Uh, I want to thank Pittsburgh Atheist at Pitt Atheist for supporting the podcast and joining us tonight. It's too bad Dustin keeps missing us. Apparently, his kids being put to bed is a is a big deal. He can't join us. Uh, but if you enjoy this podcast, there are several ways you can support it, including going to Patreon and signing up to support directly. Uh, we do appreciate that greatly. Uh, you could also, if you can't afford that, you can share the podcast on social media, leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. Again, you can contact us on facebook.com slash profanearg or tweet to at profanearg. Uh, also, want to mention the uh, podcast network of which we are a member, the soon-to-be-named network, 
You can find other shows related, not or not related, really. It's a bunch of wrestling and pop culture stuff that you can listen to. Uh, you can find them all at soon-to-be-named-network.com. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.